0: hello beautiful people and welcome back to the shits and gigs podcast it has been (laughs) since july 24th 2020 and that is literally all my fault well my air conditioner just turned off That was crazy. Um, Yeah, it's been a minute, guys. I am sorry. Life took over. We got a little busy. Um, Well, I'll be honest. I got kind of deep into prep and we were hungry. So, yeah. Sorry it's been a minute, guys. Um, Let's just do a little recap of what we've been up to since July. Let's see, had a competition, August 22nd. It was the World Clash Series and the MPC Harbor Classic um, did not do as hot in that competition as I thought I wanted to, but that was my warm-up. Warm-up competition uh, in the fitness world, you know, or in the bodybuilding world kind of just explains or gives your coach a second to understand your body. They've worked with you, you know, Satellite, and in this instance I've been working with Fit Body Fusion for the past year and a half. Wow. Wow. Almost a year and a half. Close, close. Okay. That was crazy. But, um, your coach doesn't work with you in person, right? So they need a chance to either see you in person or get you in a competition to really understand your body and the macros that they've given you and how your body's responding. Um, so long story short, I did my first competition since the Arnold. Arnold was March 5th. Then we went into quarantine, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I went into my competition August 22nd and yeah, we just weren't as tight as we wanted to be. Totally, totally fine. Then, so let's say August 22nd, I had my national show in North Americans in Pittsburgh and that was September 2nd. So that was a little over a week later. I had 10 days to bring it in. And we brought it in, people. Now, for anyone who's been following me since the beginning, beginning, not the beginning of the podcast, but the beginning of my fitness journey with bodybuilding, um, I went to my first national show, May 17th, 2019, and I came in basically dead last place. Fuck my life. But that's okay. Like I said, um, after my first competition season, I just wanted to see where I ended up nationally against everyone else who had qualified for that competition. So, I came in 34th at 36th place. Anyone who knows me as a competitor, that kills my heart. But like I just said, totally okay. But here's the fun part. Sorry, I need a drink. <clears throat> Stay hydrated, people. Um, where was I? At? Oh, yes. Ninth place. Oh, t- I gave it away. That's what I get for looking at my notes. But North Americans, let's see, almost. Yeah, okay. So a little over a year later, a year and a couple months, I do North American September 2nd, and I get ninth place. Now, to other competitors out there, ninth place may not sound like the best or the shit, But coming from 34th nationally last year, then now getting to ninth place, top 10, that's huge to me. Huge, huge, huge. Mind you, that's out of like 40 women. So, mind blown. Um, That is when I started to go back into improvement season, right? So, I was in prep December 2018, all the way, basically until the second week of September in 2019. I'm sorry, not 2018, 2019. And, um, and it, yeah, dates, whatever. But now it's been four months and I am in, yeah, about to be in four months of my improvement season. Oh, improvement season is just a Breath of fresh fucking air. That sounds ridiculous, but working long hours every day as a trainer and training my own self, my body, you know, all that nonsense. Um, that shit's fucking tiring, man. So serious shout out to all of my clients who have dealt with me um, during just the tired, hungry, cold, times of prep and for those of you who don't do bodybuilding competitions totally fine um but let me just tell you you get you get a little angry but yeah um that is why we took a little mini break a little hiatus um let's see so we talked about north americans phenomenal september 2nd placed ninth instead of 34th the last competition then Um, end of September, Tyler and I celebrated our third wedding anniversary together. Shout out to TT. Love you, kid. Um, yes, that was the best. October, let's see, we went home. Yeah, we went home to celebrate my beautiful best friend, Nicole, now Drake. Um, Nicole Drake's wedding and John. Love you guys. That was a freaking phenomenal weekend. We'll just say that. Um, then I don't think anything else really happened in October. Nah. Um, then we celebrated recently last week and last month, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, went home for both of those, which is a rarity. Normally Tyler and I only go home one or the other, depending on our schedules, excuse me, I had to burp. Um, depending on our schedules, like Tyler will either have a fight or I'll be starting prep. Um, regardless, we normally go home for one of those. So we did have the luxury of going home for both of those this year. That was phenomenal. Um, and growth update, I guess you could say being four months into improvement season for reference, this is my favorite. Cause it like blows my mind. I was 138 pounds on stage and today we weighed in at 159 pounds. So for you guys who don't do bodybuilding competitions or pay as close attention to your weight like, you know, we do in the sport. Um, That's 21 pounds heavier than four months ago. Insert crazy noise of like, huh? Gasp. Yes, I am 20 pounds heavier than when I stepped on stage four months ago. And if that doesn't put into reference how um depleted you are during shows and how lean you can get and all of those things and now why I'm putting so much emphasis on improvement season that just goes to show why um bodybuilding be rough but I fucking love this shit and I'm excited to continue on that journey in 2021 and we will talk about that in another episode but all that fun stuff and the recap of where I've been since July that leads me into what well, we're here to talk about today. December 31st, 1:22 p.m. Chillin. 2020 coming to an end. Thirsty again. Um so here, today, we're going to talk about how to create a successful fitness regimen going into 2021. Well, going into 2021. Um say you're a first time gym goer, say you're trying to find out how to have, you know, just gym confidence in general. Yeah. We're going to tap into a couple of those things today. Um, but I did want to take a quick second and talk about the biggest part of my nutrition regimen going into 2021 and really since, well, the past couple months. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. So the past couple months, months, um, myself collectively, but I think both Tyler and I have really started to take our supplementation game up a little bit. And supplementation, I mean by um, pre-workout, post-workout, vitamins, minerals. Physically, the supplements, meaning like powders and drinks and all that, you know, extra stuff that we can't get through our food, um, we've been really upping that up, right? Now, um, the biggest, biggest contribution to this is being brought on as a sponsored athlete by Titan Nutrition. This happened back in, I want to say, August? I might be making that up. I don't, you know, 2020 was all a blur, time reference. But um, just the supplements that I've been taking from this company um, have changed my entire daily routine, right? Um, we have the whey protein that I put in my protein oats, um, Tyler uses for his bedtime smoothie, things like that. Glutamine that we implement post-workout, especially intense workouts, um, and a little bit before bed. We also have the Restore that I take before bed with melatonin, zinc, magnesium, everything you need just to cocktail to relax you and really recover overnight um and what else we take oh activate the pre-workout that is just enough a little bit more than a cup of coffee but nothing that's like a hard pre-workout that's gonna make you crash later um oh goodness gracious i love activate um and then lastly we have mTOR i've been taking that and that is spelled m-t-o-r I've been taking that now, I want to say 16 weeks almost, maybe. Ah, doesn't matter. Um, the way it works, it is a ooh, it's a big word. Phosphoritic, phosphoratic acid. Long story short, it bumps up the process of protein synthesis, just making sure that the um, protein is being immediately shuttled. The BCAAs, the EAAs are all being immediately shuttled to your muscles through protein synthesis and creating, um, the strong muscle that we're looking for. Right. Extremely important. Um, what's more important to me is that it does not mess with my hormones, right? So it is a non-hormonal supplement. Um, and it's just going to boost your recovery people and why not try it out? Um, cool part about all the Titan Nutrition is I have a link in my bio on my Instagram for reference, for those who don't know, my Instagram is Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, Ray, R-A-Y, underscore fit. Um, the link in my bio has Titan Nutrition, the link in there, for you guys to go check out all of these supplements and try them out into your new fitness regimen, right? Might as well start off on a positive note and have all the proper supplements to get you through your workout, through your day uh your daily routine, and yeah. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty, right? The step-by-step plan I have set up for you to create a positive environment and really just a successful environment, getting into your new fitness routine. So my number one tip is go in with a plan, right? So plan can mean a training schedule. Like, okay, I'm going to go 4 days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to keep this consistent. Um and we're going to see what that does for my body and if I need to bump it up, bump it down, etc. Plan. That could mean I'm planning to meet with a trainer 2 days a week and me work out two of those other days for the week. Um a plan that could mean Um, I'm going to find a online coach and I'm going to have them make a training program for me. I'm going to work out five days a week on my own with a program from my new coach. Bam, bam, bam. Now that's for, well, really anybody. I was going to say new people. Now let's say you're new, right? Um, new to the gym. You have no idea about any machine, any, like anywhere in the gym. You've never used them, right? So my plan for the new, well, I don't want to call you a noob, but I'm going to call you like, well, you're a noob. All right. So my plan for the noobs, go in with a workout in mind or a body part that you want to work on for the day, a specific muscle group. Don't just go in day one, Jan one, Friday, right? Don't go there with no idea what you want to do. Go with a, you. oh my God, you can just find workouts on Pinterest, okay? Google something. Go in with an idea of something that you want to do solely because let's say you get there. There's already a surplus of people there that are, are, that are not normally there, right? Jan 1 in that weekend, if that's your first time at a gym, just listen to my tips. Like I was saying, it's going to be busy. Just know that. Now, like I was saying, grab a workout. Grab something. That way, when you go in, your mind's set on learning something, understanding um, this specific body part, blah, blah, blah. But don't just go in and mosey around and pick out what you're going to do because it's not going to be the most successful because people are going to be all over the place. Okay? You don't want to feel discouraged. We'll just say that. Thirsty again. Now... Ah, step number two, you're going to go in with a buddy or an accountability partner. Now, um, you don't always have to work out with a friend, right? But it's nice to have someone with you that like the days you don't want to go or, you know, when you just get bored by yourself, doesn't matter. For example, like when I'm in prep, I'm hungry, I'm tired and I don't want to lift a thing. But I know to maintain my muscle and to achieve the goal that I want, sometimes you just got to dig deep and do it. My buddy is my best friend, Jill. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen her just about everywhere. In my videos, she actually came to one of my last competitions. She's literally the most fucking phenomenal human I've ever met in my life. And if you can find a buddy like that, that holds you accountable to your goals and pushes you in the times that you're, you're most, you know, stubborn or tired or whatever. For me, in that instance, it was prep. Keep that buddy close because that accountability partner is going to be a lot more important to you than you think. Now, accountability can come from a lot of places, right? Um, it can come from your spouse. It can come from the people you work with in your office, It can be friends on Facebook. It could be friends on Apple Watch with, you know, steps. It can be anything. Accountability is just about anywhere. But just know that it is super duper vital in your success with your um, goals in the gym, right? Super duper important. Now, that leads me into... Oh, geez. What did I just do? Oh, I just did two. Great. Now we're going to do three. So it kind of rolls off of your accountability partner, but talk to people in the gym, you guys. Don't be afraid to make friends at the gym, right? Um, I hear it all the time. Like with my clients, we're all talking like, man, he's here every day at 8 a.m. Man, he's here every day, twice a day. Like it's noticed or people notice when you're consistent right? Um, But don't be afraid to talk to those people. Like if you don't have an accountability partner, those people at the gym, if you're, you know, you're there three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8am, they will notice, right? And like, let's say you don't show up for a week because you go on vacation. As soon as you come back, they're going to be like, Hey, Anna, where the heck were you at girl? Like been missing you. Good to see you back. And like, you know, they don't have to be your best friends or they don't have to be someone you talk to every day, but that's an accountability partner in yourself. So remember that, but going back to my point, don't be afraid to make friends at the gym. Like we all have, this sounds sad because whatever, but kind of going off of like the Bumble thing or like the Tinder thing. Like, don't be afraid to talk to people at the gym. You never know, rather than a bar or on an app, you might find the person that you love at the gym. That sounds stupid, but you never know. But don't be afraid to open up a little bit and really make the gym your second home because it should feel like that, right? You should feel comfortable going there every time. Um... And yeah, that should be your safe place. Now, you've gotten to the gym, you've met your people, you've got your accountability, well, accountability partner, and you have your goals and your plan set of what you're working for. Now, we're going to go into number shit number four, which I've actually kind of already talked about on a previous podcast. I want to say the last one, number three. Yeah. Yeah. But number four is going to be celebrate your tiny wins. Celebrate yourself. Right. Once again, going to the gym every day is not the easiest thing. Right. And just because you see people like including myself working out every day doesn't mean I always want to work out. But along the way you experience moments like aha moments or, um, little milestones that really make the whole journey the shit. Like it sounds so stupid and I can't really put it into words all the time, which I really shouldn't be on a podcast if I can't put something into words, but, um, your fitness journey is something so special and it leads to some like bigger things outside of the fitness journey. Um, how you treat others, you know, how you look at yourself, how you view life, like it sounds stupid, but celebrating the tiny wins along the way and having those aha moments is vital to your life and your successes in and out of the gym. Um, but celebrate the tiny wins on the scale. Celebrate the tiny wins with your accountability partner and you beating their last record with you know strength or celebrating the wins of you being able to go out to dinner and not worry about how many calories you're eating or... That sounds stupid, but it you know, comes from a lot of views. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to celebrate yourself because throughout this entire process, it's so important to see how far you grow and how far you've come um, over time. And it keeps you in the gym and it keeps you motivated yourself because you know you're not always going to be motivated. But it just keeps you on your tiptoes and it keeps you working. And especially when I think, what did I say? Yeah, my last podcast, I think I was talking about how long I've been lifting. I've been been in the gym for the past seven years, you know. College, volleyball, strength, conditioning. CrossFit after that for five years. And now bodybuilding for two years. I mean, I've been around, you know, I've been in and out. But staying consistent and celebrating my tiny wins has kept me motivated over that long period of time. Especially when, you know, you get burnt out. Or you just feel tired. Sometimes you want to take a break from the gym and you need to switch things up. But celebrating yourself and being proud of how far you fucking come is, like I said, super important. Um. Wow, I can't believe that already brings me to my number five. And number five being don't let yourself fucking quit. And I know that sounds... Cliche, like don't quit, don't ever give up. But sometimes the fitness journey is not easy, like especially if you're like me and you kind of go all in on everything. You know, you take on the counting macros, you take on working out five to six days a week. Um, it's a lot, and it can be really hard. And the first weeks, especially, are very hard. Um, and what do we always hear about January and February? The gyms are freaking crazy because you know. New Year's resolutions are here, but then March comes along and those additional 500 people that joined the gym, you don't ever see them. Wow. That's a lot of people at one gym. Um, Okay. You know, the additional 50 new people that joined the gym, they're not coming back and people are withering off because the consistency that's involved in, you know, a successful fitness journey is not always easy or people do get burnt out or they didn't come in with the proper plan like we were talking before. Um, But seriously, do not let yourself quit. Be rigid with yourself and take yourself seriously and make sure that you're getting into the gym, getting it done, staying consistent, and pushing further towards your goals. Because in the long run, you made those goals for a reason. And yeah, those aspirations you set for yourself. So make sure you hold yourself consistent or I'm sorry, make sure you keep yourself consistent and hold yourself accountable. Now that brings me to the end of the podcast, but I did want to talk a little bit about, um, what we have going on next and next time. I'm definitely thinking of the next, you know, two or three podcasts, um, definitely going to ask on Instagram for some feedback on what you guys want to hear more of since it's kind of been, you know, a six-month time, six-month, six-month time frame since the last time I took a poll. Um, but yeah, thinking I want to get into um, definitely a q and I'm going to have at least two guests that are not my husband for the first time on the podcast. Um, and then I'm going to try to get Somebody special that I'm not going to say their name on here, but they know who I'm talking about on here as well. Um, But until next time, guys, I will talk to you on Instagram on what you want to see next. But thank you for tuning in to the Shits and Gig podcast, and I will talk to you guys later. Happy New Year.